Welcome to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141 HUR Voices. I'm your host, Sharon Morton. And as always, I'm so happy to be here. I want you to help me welcome to the show Miss Marissa Renee Lee. She's the author of the national bestseller, Grief is Love, Living with Loss. In her book, Marissa reveals that healing does not mean moving on after losing a loved one. Healing means learning to acknowledge and create space for your grief. It's about learning to love the one you lost with the same depth, passion, joy, and commitment you did when they were alive. Marissa guides you through the pain of grief, whether you've lost the person recently or long ago, and she shows you what it looks like to honor your loss on your own terms. And Marissa is no stranger to grief herself. She lost her mother, a pregnancy, and a cousin to COVID. These losses transformed her life and led her to question what grief really is and what healing actually looks like. So I want you to stay tuned, folks. As I always say, we're going to be doing more than just scratching the surface. Here on Skin Deep, we're talking about grief and how to get through it. And by the way, if you want to reach out, as always, email me at skindeepradioshow at gmail.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages with information you just can't afford to miss here on Skin Deep. Looking for a down-home restaurant serving mouth-watering Southern-style food? Then the Carolina Kitchen is the place you need to be. Come and enjoy savory and soulful dishes like creamy shrimp and grits, delectable mac and cheese, crispy fried chicken, and seafood, collards, candied yams, and so much more. Don't forget the Carolina Kitchen sweet and savory cakes and pies and enjoy their happy hour spectacular with wings, wine, and beer. Bring your appetite and leave with a smile. The Carolina Kitchen, it's comfort food for the soul. Visit any one of Carolina Kitchen's locations in Maryland and Washington, D.C. and go to thecarolinakitchen.com for a location near you. Hello, this is Carl Brown, host of the Small Business Report on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices. Every Thursday at noon, we bring you the stories of small business owners and subject matter experts that can help you start, grow, or sustain your business. Please be sure to tune in every Thursday at noon on Sirius XM Channel 141, HUR Voices, to hear the Small Business Report. Welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio Channel 141. As I mentioned before the break, I'm here with best-selling author Marissa Renee Lee. Her book, Grief is Love, Living with Loss, explores what comes after death and shows us that if we're able to own and honor what we've lost, we can experience a beautiful and joyful life in the midst of grief. Welcome to Skin Deep, Marissa. Thank you so much for having me this evening. I really appreciate it. Yeah, tell us what motivated you to write your nationally best-selling novel, Grief is Love, Living with Loss. That 
Um, I'm wondering if it was cathartic uh, while you were writing it. Did it help you? Um, what made you decide to write about about your losses? So I decided to write a book about grief a really long time ago. Um, it was August of 2008. And at that point, my mom had been gone for just over six months. And I, I just, I hit this wall with my grief where, you know, after months of overwhelming pain and anxiety and depression and just feeling crushed by the weight of this thing. And also, frankly, feeling really crushed by the expectations that I had for what grief was and what it should look like and how it should feel. And I kept trying to get over it. You know, that's what you hear after you yeah. lose someone you love. Like, you know, they want you to get over it. They want you to move on, et cetera, et cetera. And I just, I wasn't able to do it. And then finally, I had this aha moment. And I said, you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with me. I think what's wrong is how we as a culture treat grief and loss. You know, you watch a movie and somebody dies, everybody puts on black, goes to the funeral. A few weeks later, it's all good. And yeah. that's not, it's just not true. And so yeah. in August of 2008, I wrote in my journal at the time, you know, I'm going to write a book about grief that's going to tell the truth about what grief really is, that is not going to be sad and depressing, and that is going to be a New York Times bestseller. I'm still waiting on the New York Times, but <laughs> the book is out there. And my goal and like my whole motivation around writing it was really to normalize the experience of grief and loss for people and ensure that, you know, everyone has access to the things that they need in order to heal from loss and learn how to live with it. You yeah. know, I didn't want anyone to go through what I went through where I was just constantly beating myself up for still having all of these feelings about my mom. Yeah. Yeah. I think people forget that death is a part of life. Yes. And that really doesn't make the loss any easier. Even if you understand that we all know that, we all know well, that we're really here for, for our time, but it still doesn't make it any easier. And no. when you were talking just now, you said you wanted to write a book to explain what grief really is. What is it? So in Grief is Love, I define grief as the repeated experience of learning to live in the midst of a significant loss. Because by the time I sat down to write Grief is Love, you know, my mom had been gone for over 12 years. And I knew that I wasn't over it. I knew that you know, while I was no longer in this dark, heavy space that I did experience in early grief, you know, I still had moments where I was sad. I still had moments where I missed her. I also had moments of joy where I would reflect on something that we shared and smile and, and feel her presence. And I realized as I continued to sort of build my own life after her death, there were always going to be these little recalibrations that I had to make around her absence. You know, whether it was the obvious milestones like getting married and not having her there, yeah. or the things that, you know, you don't really necessarily think about that come up after you lose someone, like getting the big job and not having your person to celebrate with you. Right. And so as I make these recalibrations, I realize in each one, I'm learning what it means to live a full, joyful life without my mother. 
Yeah. So Marissa, tell us, um, I, I like what you said, how you have to recalibrate or make these recalibrations because, you know, before when your mother was here, you were so used to sharing with her and now she's not, you have to kind of, you know, kind of redo. Okay, wait a minute, let me, cause I can hear that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Um, do you want to finish the question? And then as I go to answer it, I can just say like, yeah. and by the yeah. way, you know, one of those recalibrations is new motherhood. And like, yeah. you hear my kid in the background. I usually do these during nap time, you know, whatever. Right. Okay. Um, sorry. Okay. So you talked about recalibrations. Um, you know, sharing milestones with your mom when she was here. And now that she's not, you kind of have to recalibrate and uh, I guess share in some other kind of way or with someone else or think about yeah. all the great things and great times you and your mother had. Um, does that help? Will, will that, should people look at uh, doing that to help them get through loss and grief? Yes. And before I go into the answer, you know, one of those recalibrations for me has been new motherhood. You know, after our pregnancy loss, my husband and I decided to go down the path of adoption. And a little over a year ago, we found out a baby had been born and his birth mom wanted him to be ours. So in 24 hours, we became parents. Wow. And it was, it was a whirlwind as I was finishing the book, by the way. Ah. Um, <laughs> and uh, I apologize in advance to your listeners. You may hear him in the background. I usually try to keep interviews to during nap time, but wasn't <laughs> able to do that with this one. So sorry, that is, that is Bennett. Um, he has a loud voice, okay. um, but I, the reason why I talk about the learning and the recalibrations is twofold. You know, one, I think if you know to expect moments in life that are going to cause you to miss your person, you know, to wish that they were around, mm -hmm. I think that helps to reduce any feelings of like self-judgment or shame that we may have, you know? So instead of feeling weird, in my case, you know, this past Mother's Day was really weird. Like, I'm very grateful after a five-year struggle to be Bennett's mom. But I also was feeling really sad about not having my own mom around to be a grandma to him and to share in this experience with me. And so I think being really intentional about caring for yourself and about you know, what you need in order to be okay when those grief moments continue to pop up throughout life is really important. Um, you know, another one that I'll point to, I always knew my mom wasn't going to be around the day I got married. Like that was just, you know, she died yeah. when I was 25 and single. Yeah. Um, but what I wasn't prepared for was how much I was going to miss her in the planning process. Um. And once, and I mean, I had a full on meltdown got so mad at my now husband, then fiance, because he just didn't care enough about the napkins for our wedding. Yeah. Of course yeah. he didn't. Right. Um, and so I, I started to find ways to, you know, I don't want to say replace my mom, but to accommodate for her absence via these other women in my life who were yeah. able to show up and support me through that process. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, I can certainly empathize with what you're going through because as I mentioned before we started this show, I lost 
my dear aunt earlier this year. And um, it was really painful. You know, it still is. And uh, a lot of times I do beat myself up for maybe not being the best niece I could have been or the times when, you know, she was talking my ear off and I just hurried her off the phone. You know, you, you sometimes you think about yes. things that make you feel guilty and now I'd do anything to have her talk my ear off, you know. Um, how do you, how would you say people should deal with um, the guilt that sometimes comes along with grief and loss? I think it's important to acknowledge it. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes certain feelings like guilt might bring about feelings of shame or embarrassment. And by judging those emotions, we actually make them worse. Yeah. You know, according to the research, the best way to move through difficult feelings is to acknowledge them, to name them. Like that's how we reduce their power over us. And in my case, I had some guilt that I had to process through writing this book that I didn't even know was there. You know, I realized as I was putting this book together that I had a lot of anger and resentment toward my perfect, amazing, beautiful, loving mother. Yeah. It was really hard growing up with a sick parent and it was really hard, you know, watching her die as a, as a young adult. And there are lots of things and experiences that I missed out on. And, and I even realized I was holding on to anger about the fact that, you know, she's not currently a living part of my life today, that she wasn't there to comfort me when I lost that pregnancy. And being honest about it and talking about it and writing about it, that was what made it easier. And I realized, you know, fundamentally, and this goes for you and your aunt as well, you know, the concept of forgiveness doesn't end with death. Mm -hmm. Like if the love still exists, then there is absolutely room for the people we love who are no longer here to extend forgiveness and grace to us. Yeah, that's good to know. That feels good. Um, uh, we have to take a break right now. Uh, this is almost sort of like a therapy session for me, this interview. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you know, you coming on the show to talk about it because I'm certain, I mean, all of us have to deal with this, you know, one day with someone that we love. Um, it's just, none of us are getting out alive to be, no. you know, <laughs> frank about it. But it's good to know how to deal with the feelings, the emotions, the grief uh, that comes along with that. So we'll take a break. We'll be right back after these messages, folks, here on Skin Deep on Sirius XM Radio, Channel 141. When was the last time you wore your joy or your style made you feel free? We believe that everyone can find joy and freedom in their style. Zoe & Lowe is an online fashion marketplace and incubator for it factor brands. Our style check boxes, whether trendy, classic, eco-friendly, black owned or local, we have something for everyone's favorite shopping niche. For Sirius XM listeners, Zoe & Lowe is offering 20% off of all purchases using code SKINDEEP. Connect with a style coach at Zoe & Lowe to guide you through integrating pieces into this season's wardrobe, event styling, or gifting. Or shop with us at www.zoeandlowe.com. Follow us on social media at 
Zoe and low. 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 Get ready for skincare and makeup that will heal your mind, body, and soul. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is a totally organic and vegan skincare and makeup line that you'll love using because what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in it. Choose from our organic moisturizers, anti-aging serums, natural and fruit-based scrubs, masks, lipsticks, and glosses. No more worries about harsh chemicals being absorbed into your skin. It's time to commit to your health and wellness. SkinDeepBeautyStore.com is your one-stop, cruelty-free skincare and makeup shop with safe and environmentally friendly ingredients for the love of you. Visit us at SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. That's SkinDeepBeautyStore.com. Are you looking to buy or sell your home? Maybe you're looking to buy your first income producing property. You need a realtor who knows the area and is a homeowner as well as an investor. Well, look no further. You need Imari Miller. Imari will be your cheerleader and your advocate in the sometimes daunting real estate process. You can depend on Imari to get you the deal you deserve. If you want a realtor who is passionate about making your dreams come true, give Imari a call at 443-208-9919. That's 443-208-9919. Or email her at imari.realtor at gmail.com. That's I-M-A-R-I dot realtor at gmail.com. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to Skin Deep here on Sirius XM Radio, Channel 141. We are talking to Marissa Renee Lee about her wonderful book, Grief is Love, Dealing with Loss, or Living with Loss, I should say. Um, Marissa, I wanted you to tell us how you would say grief transforms one's life, not necessarily in a negative way, because you talk a lot about how we can move on with living a beautiful life even after grief. So how is it that someone can and should do that? Yeah, so first of all, I think it's really important for people to understand that, you know, the second you lose someone you love, someone you identify as one of yours, you know, a parent, a partner, a best friend, a child, etc. Like you are now a different person. You know, fundamentally so much of who we are and our identity is connected to the way that those we love like see us. Yeah. And there's also just the basic fact of you know, the second my mom died, I became a young woman who doesn't have a mother in this world anymore. Um, and so what I came to understand is that, you know, the first thing that we have to do in order to allow grief, you know, as you said, to transform us and get to a place of joy and, you know, a full life where you hold space for those feelings of grief is to give yourself permission to grieve. 
you know, I think so many of us, especially in our community, you know, black women, black men too, for that matter, yeah. you know, we have this ethos of being strong and, you know, just sucking it up and being able to get through pretty much anything, because let's be honest, black people in America have gotten through pretty much everything, yeah. but that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. Like that doesn't mean that there isn't some tending to that pain that needs to happen. And so I think starting out by giving yourself permission to grieve and to feel whatever comes up as a part of that process is a really important ingredient to living a full life after loss. And, and I also, think, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I think grieving is different for everyone and yes. there's no time, no clock nope. that should be nope. assigned to the grieving process. Mm -mm. Um, like you said, a lot of times because black folks have been through so much, yeah. we tend to suck it up and just- So keep on keeping on. Yeah, but that, that pain is still there. That trauma is mm -hmm. still there. I think a, most of us suffer from PTSD and a lot of yep. it comes from just swallowing the pain and just moving mm -hmm. forward. Yeah, 100%. I, I, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more and it's not just me agreeing with you as another black woman. The research also points to that. Like black people in this country because of systemic racism and inequality and the ways in which it's been built into all of our systems, we are statistically more likely to experience more death and more grief. Yeah. And then when you live in a society that has these expectations around, you know, us being strong and just being able to soldier on, and a lot of that is often reinforced within our own culture as well, you, you don't get rid of the grief and the trauma and the pain. You swallow it and it manifests in negative health outcomes. That's like right. there, are, there are all of these horrible things that are more prominent in our community on the physical health front that lots of researchers think are connected to trauma and grief and loss. And so it's so important to just give yourself permission to be with these complicated feelings and emotions. And then from there, you know, create space to figure out what you need in order to heal. And like you said, grief is different for everybody. And so healing looks different for everyone. But mm -hmm. I think some essential ingredients are you know, giving yourself room and space to process your grief over and over again, figuring out what you need in order to care for yourself when that grief comes up, and then ultimately, you know, creating space for joy. Yeah, yeah, and that can be a long process, but it's a, it's however long you need that process to be. Exactly. About it, yeah. Um, you are the co-founder of an online platform called Supportal. Tell us about Supportal. What does it do um, and how does it help people when they're experiencing loss? So Supportal was born out of this question that myself and my co-founder, who's a two-time cancer survivor and her mother was also a two-time cancer survivor. So she's been both patient and caregiver. Our experience, you know, so many people come to us because of what we've gone through and ask, you know, what do I do? Like this terrible thing happened to my friend, to my coworker, my cousin, and it's everything from pregnancy loss to divorce, to death, serious illness. And we realized, you know, we could just put the information 
out online. And it's not, it's not anything that we monetize or try to turn into like a bigger business that we make money off of, but it's really just elevating stories of the worst things that happen to people and then the best thing that someone else did for them to give people ideas for how to show up for those that they love. Because one thing, and, and you know, this question comes up in every interview, like, what do I do if someone I care about is grieving? Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how yeah. to show up. Yeah. And I will tell you the most important thing is to take concrete action. You know, I think we often get caught up in what to say because frankly, there is no perfect thing to say. Yes, there's no right. And I said, I'm a writer. Like there's no perfect thing to say. There's no right thing to say when someone's world has just fallen apart around them. Instead, get practical with your help. You know, bring them a meal, walk their dog, watch their kids. Or if other people seem to be filling that role, do something that reminds them either of their person or who they are independent of this loss. You know, when we lost our pregnancy, the house was full of flowers and lots of people sent wine because of course, you know, I could drink again. Um, but one friend, she sent a care package from our favorite store in New York City, which is a cheese shop. And she just, you know, she knows I love cheese. She knew other people were gonna send wine and she was like, you need something to eat. And I know you'll find something in this box that you can snack on. Yeah. And it was the most thoughtful and just heartfelt thing. And it reminded me that, you know, I have an existence beyond this loss that I'm in the middle of right now. Yeah. I love the name, by the way, Supportal. I mean, it, Thank it you. sums up what it is that you do. How can people get in touch with you and, and find this online platform and find your book? So you can find my book pretty much wherever books are sold. You know, we're in Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Target, a lot of local bookstores as well, and definitely want to put in a plug for supporting them. You can find me, I'm Marissa Renee Lee, on all social media platforms. I do the most on Instagram. That is also my website if you want to sign up for my email. And then Supportal is meetsupportal.com. And feel free to check it out and, you know, maybe buy a gift for someone who needs one. You said meet Supportal? Meet Supportal, yes. M-E-E-T Supportal, yep. S-U-P-P-O-R-T-A-L.com. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and lastly, because we only have a couple of minutes, what was the tr transition like? I know you used to work in the Obama administration and now you're a leading grief advocate and writer. That must have been a huge transition. Um, what, what was that like, switching from politics to advocating grief or advocating getting old? Well, I don't want to say getting over it. <laughs> over it, advocating how people should, um, or what they should do or how they should get yeah. through experiencing loss. So it's funny because for me, it's all very connected. You know, so much of what I've done in my professional career has been motivated by grief and loss. You know, I made the decision that I wanted to work for Barack Obama when my mom was dying across the hall from my childhood bedroom, you know, watching him give a speech. I, I knew that that was where I belonged next. And then as that chapter was coming to a close, I just felt this deep inner drive to 
find my place in the grief and healing space. Mm -hmm. And for me, the Obama work, which was heavily focused on racial equity, is very much connected to my grief work and why I call myself an advocate. You know, I want to normalize the experience of grief and loss for people, but I also want to bring more equity to healing. You know, yeah. our communities are often so disconnected from the resources that really do facilitate healing after experiencing a significant loss. And I want to be a part of changing that. Well, I am so thankful that you came on the show. I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. I know you're helping so many people. You just you just helped me in these 24 oh. minutes that we spent together. So glad. Um, I can't wait to read the book and to go to meetsupportal.com. I have a one of my best friends. She just lost her mom and the funeral mm. is coming up. So I know what she's, I don't know, but I know um, that I, I want to continue to be there to support her. And that does help people get through the loss. So thank you again for being here, Marissa. Thank I'm you really, for having me. I'm really grateful for it. That's it for now, folks. I'm your host, Sharon Morton, here with Marissa Renee Lee, author of Grief is Love, Living with Loss. Uh, I hope that you take the information we provided today and use it to experience a beautiful and joyful life, even in the midst of grief, as Marissa says. You can hear this show on SiriusXM Radio Channel 141. HR Voices on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and all of the streaming platforms. And hit me up at skindeepradioshow at gmail.com or check me out at Sharon Morton on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in on all things that are skin deep.